It's bad, you know. It's really bad. You've got plenty of hand sanitizer. And and wipes. I see it all over the studio. Galetti walks in and in the first 15 seconds he sneezes. I, I know. Oh, no. you. Me and Bill both me and Bill both put our shirts over our face. Like, oh Thanks God. a lot, Galetti. Listen, I'm the cleanest one here. I've, I don't go nowhere. I've been in self-quarantine for five years. And then, in, <laughs> and then the very next thing after he says, when he after he sneezes, Carlini, he goes, I don't know. I haven't been able to breathe. I went, oh, no, he's got it. <laughs> Shut the heck up. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I can't, but I haven't been able to breathe for over a month. Now. That's like, last oh, week, shit. I went and got checked. Uh that's when the coronavirus started. Maybe he was I'm glad that. I went and got checked because I wouldn't have been able to get in the hospital this week to I get know. a stress test. Right. I, I just got a call from uh, my doctor. I was supposed to have my uh, follow-up, you know, six months because of diabetes and heart uh, next week. And they said, uh, we're going to set up for a virtual visit. Do you have access to a, a tablet or whatever? And I'll go, well, yeah, we could do that. It's going to be kind of hard for him to, like, feel around, but... Hey, I'm I'm up for it. I don't necessarily want to go into the hospital, you know. So you got to feel yourself to see if you're uh, doing good. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, going, well, put your hands here. Now count. Tell me. Tell me what your what your heart rate is. I, I don't Carly, think that's going to work. Carlita, whenever since I uh, since I replaced your camera, you look like you have the best shot in the place. Looks like an island oasis over there where you are. Oh, yeah. I'm going oh, yeah. to an island oasis real soon too. Unless it's shut down. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm going. Oh no, I don't care. Nothing okay. is stop. Put yeah. it this way. That's Nothing right. is stopping me, especially today. <laughs> this just topped it off. I am out. Oh, you got stories to tell, huh? I got, I don't know if I should tell them, but you I am gone. Listen, you all be quiet. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the GLC. Phone uh, <laughs> lines 440-628-8145-628-8150. Probably, I'm going to tell you right now, this will be the last show we're probably doing for a long time. We'll be it in could quarantine be. by next week. It uh, could be. New York's I heard uh, Friday night, possibly, 24-hour, three-week shutdown. Friday yeah. night. Of what? So where the hell do you think you're going? Yeah, of, that's a of what? Of what? What do you mean, of what? You're no, not no, leaving wait. your home for 24 hours No, for no, three I weeks. mean a three-week shutdown of what? Is this Lockdown a national? Lockdown of, I don't know if it's just Everybody. the state of Ohio. National? Or who, but already, who is it? Uh, Jersey, New York, uh, Vegas, uh, parts of California. There's areas all over. It's already on lockdown. It's just, uh, it's bad, you know. But the beaches are not supposed to be open, and they still are. Well, that's just irresponsible yes, people. <laughs> but that's I'm going to be. That that's is. okay. I will be on a private Those beach. Are irresponsible people now because they feel like they don't get it, or if they get it, it's not going to be bad, or somehow this is a conspiracy. At this point, we're at war. This is war. This is like nothing they have ever seen in and my better, lifetime. And, and they better step up. Carlita, when, when is it that you're supposed to go away again? Soon. I'm not going to say the exact okay, date, but, but I'm within leaving. two weeks. Oh yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm making a prediction. Maybe within not, a week. You are not going to be able to go. <laughs> we'll see. I'm You're not you right going. I'm not flying. I'm definitely driving. Oh, okay. You okay, can drive, drive anywhere. Can drive. I am. And I'm going somewhere on a secluded <laughs> shush. And it, oh, well, that's <laughs> fine. No, you can go anywhere like that. I mean, anywhere you could drive, anywhere you can take out, cook your own food, buy. 
it's not like we're like in the Black Plague. I am It's not so like excited. we're so, you know, covered with that. But in Italy also, they're going you know. up and down the streets and they're saying, stay in your home on speakers and stuff. So bring out no, your dead. Been like that bring out your I mean, dead. Like the Black Plague. Yeah, Man, yeah. You remember that? Listen, before we get into the six pack, I'm just because I just put a bunch of stuff together of, under the uh, heading of the coronavirus. Kevin Durant now has uh, has tested positive for the coronavirus, oh, along with three other New Jersey Nets. Uh, uh, the first NHL player has now tested positive. Mm. The helpline is set up for residents of Cuyahoga County. Okay, we got 3167 across the state, 31 here in Cuyahoga County. U.S. and Canada have closed the border. Uh, are you going to start wearing a mask? Uh, primary, it had been canceled The uh, from a... Uh, yesterday, okay. This is the one I didn't think about. Funeral homes. Yeah. When you die and people gather to say their goodbyes. But the band says no more than 10 people. So now funeral homes don't know what to do because they're not following the person's, the person's wishes to be buried. Let me tell you something. No one's following it. Last night for St. Patty's Day, I could name a handful, and I'm not going to say the names on here to get them in trouble. Five at least that restaurants were open so they didn't lose the money. Now look at all these other beautiful restaurants that had to close that make what 100,000 in one day 100, for corned beef sandwiches. Wow. Yep, and other yep. places respected the governor's wishes. They respected the president and they closed I their doors. I would just boycott the restaurants that didn't that uh, that didn't go with the ban. That's stupid. And it's shame absolutely on them. stupid. I had clients that were in the spa and stupid. I was taking them. I said if you have a cold at all, sick anything, as soon as they walk in, I'm like Brain everything. I wear, I'm so protective with the people that I'm taking. I'm still open for business, and I'm taking very few people. There's only three of us working. And I said, if there's any, 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 even uh, cough at all, <laughs> they're out. And they're Ed out. Gallic, Ed Gallic went to one of these uh, restaurants. Uh, restaurants yesterday, same uh, uh, Irish restaurant. Yep, and, and the they lights had are out. Sitting at the bar, and the guy said, "You either going to leave, or I'm going to get physical with you." He goes, "Hey, I'm sorry, I got to make a business." I got to make a living. And he goes, and Ed Galley goes, well, you mean you're going to make, you want money, making money is more important than safety, public safety? Yes. Hey, I got to do what I got to do. I got to make a living. You know, now he only had a few people at the bar, but still. And of course, around uh, 1230, 12:35, we'll talk to Dominic Ruggiero, who owns a bar and restaurant. And I called him, I texted him Sunday night and I said, are you going to be open? No, Monday night, because that's when the ban went into effect. Right. I said, are you going to be open? He goes, no. And I'm I'm taking it day by day. I, I said to myself, this has got to be devastating for you. So we'll talk. He doesn't him. do carry out. He does oh, yeah, do carry out, and that's all he can do right now. But even then, but think a, about a, it. a place like Dom's. Eighty percent of his earnings is booze. Yeah, yeah. Come right. on, in most of these bars, yeah, they do carry out burgers and stuff, five bucks, six bucks, or whatever. But their money. I talked to. I was. I went into Cleats yesterday. Right here on Wallings Road, Tim Higdon, who owns Cleats, mm-hmm. he's sitting there with his accountant. And I walk in, he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. I just went in and ordered a fresh cut order of fries. And he said, Marty? I said, Tim, I was just thinking about you. He's Marty, this is devastating. He goes, and he said what Carlita says. He said, these restaurants, yep. on St. Patrick's Day, they make $100,000. That's their that's their bank. Yeah. That's their rent. That's that's it. the, I mean, it's so huge. It's like, it's, like, it's like going in, it's like toys for us being closed in the middle of, the, of November Christmas, yeah. until through Christmas. That's what it's like for particularly Flannery's and PJ oh, McIntyre's and all But how disrespectful. Places. I was so disgusted that like even us, like I could easily close the doors now. And I said, 
mm, there's a few people that still want to come in. I'll do them. Very few people I'm taking. But I'm telling you right now, it's disgustingly rude how many people are still having huge gatherings. And I know three of the restaurants well, closed the freaking lights out. Beyond, and had very tinted beyond lights rude, on. at least for the two weeks. I think that uh, people... No, no, well, no, how no, long no, is no. It, how long is it going to be? And right now, we are on, as of last night, a two-week... And it was... And we say, we want 14 days. Well, now it's 13 days. Now it's 12 days. I think giving that, which is the gestation period, which is five days from when you contract it, they say five to seven, uh, I think that is really what the whole country has to focus on right now and not, well, what if it's two months? What if it goes six months? What if we never play baseball? What are we going to do? No, it's like, let's take this a day at a time and focus on what the goal is. The goal is two weeks right now. Everybody kind of bumps to stop the bump. Just limit your exposure, like we're to trying to do to each other. Yep. Not, oh, I'm not gonna get it. Oh, I gotta go anyway. Well, yeah, don't tell anybody, but we're gonna go. Yeah, screw you. That's screw right. Screw you. This is uncharted water. Something that I have never seen in my lifetime, and I, and God willing, I'll be 60 years old in August. Mm. I've never yeah, seen. Yeah, me neither. None of us seen anything uh, uh, like this. Uh oh, uh oh. Give me spray. Spray it. Squirt yourself. I'm not kidding. Uh, the, uh, a couple of the, the other black things. leprechaun. Do you like the way he looks today? <laughs> Do you uh, like this outfit? Marty McAllen. Marty McAllen. <laughs> yes, it is. A couple of more things. <laughs> the Cleveland <laughs> Clinic will now only test high-risk patients after hospitals were hit with overwhelming demand at drive-through sites the coronavirus look at this listen to this chuck could live up to 24 hours on cardboard three days on plastic and steel murder suspects are being let go from cuyahoga county jail because of the coronavirus uh cuyahoga county is closing its government buildings to i don't the think public. murder suspects yes 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 uh, yes you didn't want yes. that live that was that was his biggest story the question murder was, listen, yes listen because he supposedly had corona effing virus and yes. they let him out they let him go to go home yeah and they've letting they're letting countless prisoners go because of what's going on with coronavirus i wait but i i went to the post office this morning and i shipped some stuff out and she's wearing gloves and taking it from me. And she's got hand sanitizer there on the counter, which is all very nice. And she goes, we're supposed to tell everybody that if you get any packages delivered, open them with gloves and immediately throw the cardboard and throw the packaging out because it could be infected. And um, how many oh people God. handled that box? Yeah. At the post office before the actual carrier brings oh, it God, over to you. And then, of course, then there's now Slimans, one of the things she talked about. Slimans had a line you couldn't believe. Four-hour wait yesterday at 10.30 a.m. That's one thing I'll tell you about. Four-hour wait. Black people, and I love you, but I'm telling you, black people on (laughs) on St. Patrick's Day, they don't care. The world could be ending at 7 p.m. that night. They don't care. If it's St. Patrick's Day, they're going to stand in line for hours to get a freaking corporate sandwich. Standing line was four hours at 10.30 a.m. We were there yesterday. Yes, yes. 10.30 a.m. We were there. I remember getting out of Okay, but when you take a step back, it makes absolutely no sense. Now you're in line. You're supposed to be six feet yeah, away from yeah. people. You're and then you got to go in. Yeah. It's like sandwich. the people at the airports when they're sitting on top of each other and they can't get through the line and everybody's still all together. It's it's incredible. The first TSA screening officer at Cleveland Hopkins International Airport <laughs> tested 
positive for coronavirus. Let me tell Am- you why. Hold on. Amazon <laughs> is hiring 4,600 more people to handle everybody buying packages. toilet paper and packages and everything like that. Uh, the y- uh, KYC Sarah Shookman, who's pregnant, is now doing the news from home. And others, other anchors now are supposed to be following her because she's af- afraid. Stores have designated senior time for shopping. Yeah, first. Safeway, Whole Foods, Target. So they're saying, hey, all you elderly son of a bitches, come on in and fit each other and shop how, and get your product. How much of this will remain on and people then back in hindsight go, you know, this is the way some, a, a lot of it, we should have been living. We should be clean. We should be disinfecting. Right. We should be, I mean, maybe not no hugs or no, you know, family. But when all of this is over, I think a lot are going to look back and go, you know what? We could probably keep a lot of sickness away if we were just clean. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm going around cleaning my house, I'm like, holy, holy I, crap. I did. Look how dirty this is. Bender said to me, Bender said, make sure you wipe the door handles and knobs and stuff when we come over. And I go, yeah, that's a good idea. So I go and I take my disinfectant wipes. I started wiping the door. It was smudgy black. I felt so guilty. I said, I got a white door. I said, oh, my God, I haven't watched this thing in years because I've always been so busy, and now I got time. All right, a couple more, and then we'll get going with the six-pack and on with the show. The Cuyahoga County Probate Court suspends the issuance of marriage licenses. So, guys... This is the time you've been trying to get out of it. And girls. Now is the time. And girls. Get, yes. You can't get a marriage Yay. license for how long? I don't know. Until further notice because the Cuyahoga County buildings are now closed to the public. I feel so bad. I have two children getting married this year, or supposed to get married, and now... Uh, no, they're uh, canceling weddings until June or July now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot gonna, of them are canceled. It's going to be even worse. You're not supposed to have the gatherings. And, of course, there are conspiracy uh, conspiracies about coronavirus, which we'll talk about at some point when we... Uh, Get on with the show. It's the GLC for Lunch Bunch. We didn't do a proper opening. Uh, live from downtown, beautiful Big Daddy Production Studios. We are Corona clean, at least for right now, because Chuck came in and sneezed and says he can't <laughs> breathe. But anyway, we're brought to you by American Office Services. And of course, oh my God, uh, Goldberry Roasting Company. We're having Brazil again because it's so I delicious. Love this one. Fantastic coffee. Coffee Ooh. of the GLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Let's get it on. All right, we've All right. got. The GLC six-pack. It's a six-pack of questions that each show member gets 30 seconds of uninterrupted commentary and is brought to you by the Goldberry Roasting Company. Round one. Fight! All right. With the tight bands going on, why are airplanes continuing to fly passengers around the country? And do you think they should be exempt from this ban? Carlita, you're first on the clock. I definitely think the planes need to stop, especially what we found out just a couple days ago. My... uh friend works at the airport and uh craziness they had right when you check in somebody was infected and they were at the hospital for coronavirus and they were afraid to tell uh the other workers what was going on but out of a fluke they found out and thank god it's on fox 8 news and uh i would not jump on a plane if you paid me i will be driving everywhere to go to the beaches you know what? When I when I saw the story, as I said to myself, because I saw these different bands, and I said, "Wait a minute! Aren't airplanes continuing to fly? Aren't airplanes like the most germ-infected yep. place that people talk about?" You heard last week when we were doing the show how how passengers went nuts because somebody coughed, and now they're still letting people fly all together. And they're saying it's supposed to be a band of ten people or more gathering. 
Well, this is well over 10 people. How are airplanes exempt from doing this? I wouldn't fly anywhere right now if you paid me. I, I, I don't understand it either. Airplanes are tubes, closed tubes where the germs are, are just... Uh, I know that airlines are cutting their flights back down. I don't understand it. I think we should have this ban for two weeks. Two weeks. Unless you absolutely have to travel and then you get an exemption. But uh, airports, I wouldn't fly. I wouldn't be anywhere around it right now. And it should be a ban for at least two weeks to follow. I had a friend who just flew down to Florida. Uh, he flew down the other day. Now, he hasn't come back yet, but I, I, I see the pictures of all the people at the airports all crammed together on top of each other. The lines, they're taking temperatures before you get on the plane, all those things. It's ridiculous that they're still open. It's so hypocritical that they let the planes fly. Not that I'm against the letting anybody doing what they want to do, but it makes no sense right now to get on an airplane unless, unless you really feel you're bulletproof or you think this thing is still a hoax, but it can't be. Excellence round two. Fight. Okay, we all channel surf when we watch TV. And we sometimes stop on some pretty weird stuff. And with no sports and no TV these day, on TV these days, we're probably surfing a lot more. So when you channel surf, what are the shows that you stop to read in your tracks? Stop and watch. You on the clock, Jocko. All right. A couple weeks ago, if I would have said this to you guys, everybody would call in and say, oh, you're a liberal wacko. <laughs> I watch CNN. I've watched CNN for months now. They call for this thing coming. Everybody thought it was crazy talk, a hoax. People yelled hoax. When the president was talking, people were chanting down in the South, hoax, hoax, hoax. CNN's been talking about what's going on in Italy for a month now. And, they, I mean, they've also talked about a lot of things that scared the hell out of you, but this one came through. I'll tell you what. I've got over 400 channels on my cable box. <laughs> I've only ever watched probably six of them until the last week. I sit there, and I'm watching sort of everything. I really like the reality shows out in the wild. I like, you know, uh, Wicked Tuna, going after tuna fish. I like the, <laughs> I like going after the crabs out in the, out in the land. I like going after gold, Gold Rush, Yukon <laughs> Gold Rush. All of those reality shows where they're like in search of stuff. Uh, uh, I love it. I love it. Listen, I have, I have all, well, you guys know me. I love cop shows where people try to get away with murder and get caught. So my number one show that whenever I see it on, I stop, is Body Cam. With the newest shows, or reality shows, where the cops have the body cam and they show them going into explosive situations. That's number one. And number two, for whatever reason, I could never kill an animal, but I absolutely love the National Geographic Wild Channel. When the tigers or the lions or the cheaters or the cougars are on a hunt. And they catch the kill, and they start eating it live. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> I love to watch, like, different little creatures, animals. Uh, the nature the nature channels is all I pretty much, like, pop up on. And I love watching all the, like, the little creatures, like, being born, and the mommy's nursing them, or another little creature taking over and nursing them. But I'm a nature girl. I'm glad I, I don't watch around. TV with you guys. Jesus, crime it. I would love. Well, I don't like to watch like things be eaten or anything. I don't, my nursing is okay, but <laughs> I just love to watch like little like creatures being born and like little butterflies oh, and just like uh, nature stuff. Impressive yeah. round three. Fight. All right, Doctor Oz suggests couples to have, should be having sex to fight quarantine depression. 
Are you going to comply? And who are the candidates to be your partner in bed? You're on the clock, Bender. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> that I'm I'm married. You know, 45 years. If I'm not sick from my wife, and my wife hasn't become sick okay. from me, uh, and we stay in the house like we're supposed to, uh, I don't think it matters what we do. Uh, just being around each other uh, is either good or bad, depending on the situation and what you're doing. So as far as do we need to have sex to like break the boredom, I think we're beyond that. I think we have to find something good to watch on TV. Definitely, yes. I think I just close my eyes even during the day and I... Just uh, lay there and just use my imagination. Close my eyes, fall asleep, and I dream about it. <laughs> but it's definitely me being celibate, 100%, but I dream about it a lot. <laughs> I think uh, it is a good way to get to, you know, it gets headaches away. It takes a lot of stress away. And, you know, lots of babies are definitely going to be born in about nine months or so. I can guarantee that. But anything sexual relieves a lot of stress. Wonderful. All right, Carlita. Ain't, ain't going to be no sleeping going on because I'll tell you right now. If I'm going to have a partner, you're it, okay? I'll tell you right now, your daughter is here, but you, she can go. Chuck will give her a ride home. But you are saying, you do not have to close your eyes and imagine anything because you got Big Daddy Marty McGallan who's going to take you and I'm delicious. I'm going to ravage you. We're going to have so much fun. We ain't never going to worry around coronavirus again. You're the most delectable, voluptuous thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it, Carlisa. Close your eyes. All alone, close your eyes and drink. That, that's what I'm going to have to do. I got Oscar De La Hoya, my dog. That's about it. That'll be who I'll be. I'll be going alone in my quarantine. I'll be all wh whacked out. There, there isn't going to be anybody with me. There's going to just be myself, and it's going to be very sad. Dr. Oz can say whatever he wants to say. It's a very lonely world. I stare out my freaking window. I'm, I've been, it's like I've been under house arrest for five years anyways. It doesn't really matter. I mean, my life, it's weird, but I've, I've adapted to this. And I can adapt to it where other people probably can't. I mean, they're going to have different <laughs> things going on. It's It's been very strange. That's why Marty said when I came in and sneezed, I said, Marty, i got to be the healthiest one here, even though last week I was getting checked because I thought I was having a heart attack. In a matter of a week, they wouldn't even bring me in to check me now. I can't even go get checked anymore if I wanted to. So I just got to stay in the room with the dog, and that's about it. Dr. Oz, send me some hookers over, and I'll be more than happy to change my ways. <laughs> Over time. <laughs> All right. No sex is bothering you. Yes, over time. All right. No sex is bothering you. Yes, over time. All right. Did you all hear the story of the woman who fed and watered her houseplant for two years and along the way posted pictures on Facebook of how well it was doing? Then when she went to repot it, she found out it was a plastic fake plant. She's been ripped off and now on social media and then on Home Depot even sent her a real plant. What do you think and do you have plant? Do you and your plants get along, Carlita? You're in the clock. I think of a plant as a male. Yeah. Watering and watering and watering a uh, plastic or a deadbeat. It's the same thing as just what this woman went through. So you know what I mean? You just keep on watering that plant and watering that plant. It doesn't get anywhere. It doesn't go. It doesn't it doesn't try to make itself better. It just sits there still and expects everybody else to take care of it. See, so this does make sense. I mean, what's the difference between a plastic plant 
and a man. Like, you know what I mean? The garlic you put in it. <laughs> well, if you guys know me, I love my plant. Now, you can see every time Bender goes to the shot of Carlita, there's a beautiful plant to her left. It's called a Czechoslovakia or a Diffenbachia or whatever, and it has gone to the ceiling twice. And I love this thing like my baby. There are two things that are most important things in my life. My cat pickles and my Diffenbachia plant. Now I got another plant on the floor that's starting to grow because it's a family thing. And I got to give that to my brother so we can keep this thing going. Because who knows? At any day, I could get corona and be dead. I don't know, but I've always had plants in my homes. And my problem is yeah, I water them, but my problem is is I don't trim them. So they turn into like the Jolly Green Giant or, or Jack and the Beanstalk in my house. If you come into my house, I have got plants growing all over my windows, all, all out of control. They've been that way for 20 years or more. So that's my problem. I mean, I don't kill plants, but I can't. <laughs> Take care of plants. They just grow wild and take care of me. All right. I don't. I don't have any plants. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have any plants, but I can't believe how dumb this lady was. For two years, she's watering and feeding a plastic plant. Are you serious? And she's posting pictures of it. How dumb are her friends on Facebook? They nobody came out and said, "Hey, listen, that's a plastic plant, you idiot. What are you watering it? Watering it for and feeding it?" But I, I don't have any plants. I used to have gardens. I, I loved gardening and I loved plants and. Stuff stuff but right now in my life i don't have any plants and if i did i wouldn't have any fake plants i don't think i have any plants at all i'm doing fine without them god like <laughs> round five fight all right so we all lose or misplace things like your key card like your car keys or maybe a item of clothing but what item have you lost in your life that you still think about and even maybe hold out hope it will show up someday bender you're on the clock uh. I, I lose little things like keys all the time. Uh, uh, but until, and I hope everybody does this, you have a set spot where you put your keys when you come in the door. You have a set spot where you put your wallet or whatever else you have. A long time ago, I lost a document. I had, I had brought it to work. I had it at work at the radio station. I lost this document. It was a, it was a, a valuable document. And I've never found it. I've searched for it. I still in the back of my mind... Hope that it shows up someday, and that's basically me. Mine is something that I lost, which is dear and near and dear to me, my heart. My mother in nineteen in 2007, she died on her birthday, 2008. When 2007, for my birthday, she would always call and leave a voicemail and sing to you for your birthday. My mustard seed, oh, my that's mu nice. I oh. saved this on this little micro cassette for years. And then when I moved from North Olmsted to here, I lost the micro cassette and I can't oh. find it. And I wish to this day oh. that I could find it because it was the most precious thing I've ever heard in my life, Carlita. Mine was I had um, purchased myself a two carrots on each side, <laughs> radiant cut diamond earrings. And they were like wow. Greek styled base. This finesse jewelers out in Brexville made them for me. They're beautiful. And uh, my children. You know, they always had their friends over and everything. Everybody respected what I had. But for years, I kept them on a specific area in my kitchen. And the boys knew that they were mine. I'd clean them every night, make them perfect, and I'd wear them. One day, they were just missing. Never found one back. I only have one. Wow, I'll tell you this. I'd say everything. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. 
I mean, what am I going to say? Everything. I mean, what do I, I mean, and then, and then I, is it coming back? I don't think so. So, I don't know how else to answer the question. It's, it's, too, it's too wide open. I mean, I got to have to go on for a, an hour. I, it'll be the rest of the show, and we got great guests coming up. Oh, I didn't think about you. We wrote that question. Oh, my God. All right, last one. As a little kid, we all had a favorite toy or stuffed animal or blanket we loved, and then and something we were tied to. What was yours in your life now? Is there an adult toy or something else that you hold or have in your life that feel, that you feel the same way about? Oh my! Right, Bender, you're on the clock. I've always been tied to stuffed animals. When I was a little kid, I had a, a lassie dog, a stuffed lassie dog. And as a matter of fact, I took it on the road. I had it everywhere with me. I left it at a motel one time while we were on the road. Oh, it was terrible. They shipped it back to us. Oh, I had it back. Today, I'm a sucker for, I have a, a stuffed bear, a stuffed snuffles bear that sits on the back of my bed. And I actually talk to it. I actually come in, hey there, guy, how you doing? Okay, tough day today. Okay, how you doing? And, and and I've had it all my life. Well, after that, uh, <laughs> don't know if I can top that one. But I also have this little pink and cream bear, and it's got a string on it. After all these years, I could still hold the little string, and it, like, bounces the whole time. It's cute. My daughter has it now, but it, like, bounces, and it goes da-da-da-da-da, but it's, like, about that big, so soft and fuzzy, and it's got two little BB blue buttons on the front. Have it forever. I don't think I could ever live without that little thing. Mm, it's my little precious moment for when I was a young little girl. Wow. Well, mine was... With- I was young, and my mom, when because we, we lived in the inner city, and she would take us to the Salvation Army store, and they had these bags of toys, and you'd get a ball and jacks, you'd get a slinky, but you got the little green army man. You know, the one that just like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Laying down, and I loved those green army. Me and my brother Jeff would play, you know, army and, and that kind of thing and fight back together. The other thing was the guy two doors down from me got murdered. I feel bad for him, but Aww. then when they put his stuff out, he put a Victrola out there, and I caught the Victrola, and today would be worth millions, but I threw it away. Victrola? I, what, th- these questions today have caught me off guard. <laughs> I, I mean, adult toy or, or something else you hold on to in your life? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I went down to having no possessions at one time in my life. There was not... There, there, I, uh, hold on to what? I, I, mean, I, I got my dog. I got a, a adult toys. I don't really need adult toys. I, I, I got no partner. Dr. Oz has got me. I'm not like Bill talking to imaginary puppets or whatever the hell he's got on his... Brutality. Flawless victory. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness. That is the GFC six-pack. And we, we hope you guys enjoy it because... We don't know if this is our last GLC show for a while. So we wanted to make sure we go out on a bang with you guys. Every day this thing is changing. More and more people are catching the virus. More and more quarantines and bans are going into effect. So we don't know. I mean, I don't know if, if Chuck sneezes one more time. I may put his ass out before the end of this commercial. Break. <laughs> he, he left. Yeah, he, he He's went, not went, there. Went. All right. When we come back, we're going to go and talk to our buddy Dominic Ruggiero over at the Eastland Inn because, as you know, bars have been. Has he closed? For, I mean, that's what one sure? of the things we want to ask oh, him. He told boy. me he was selling carryout as of month, right. as of Tuesday morning. Right. But we don't know what's changed since then, so we'll check in with All him. Right, yeah. Andre Nod is coming up. The uh, the uh, baseball has been pushed back. Opening day a couple weeks. It's all a mess, but we'll come back 
and cover it all for you right here on the GLC Six Pack and the GLC for Lunch Bud. Be back in a minute on the Rogue Radio Network. Welcome back to the, G- 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 the GLC for Lunch Buds. Marty Gallen, along with Carlita Pickles. I didn't properly introduce her the last time. Bender, and of course, the Italian stallion, Chuck Galetti. Yeah, cute pictures I'm taking of you, All right, Marty. Like I said, this could be our last show for a while. Who knows? It could so hopefully be. it won't be. I'm hopefully we'll be, be back next week. Because I'll tell you guys now, it's only been three days in this week. I'm climbing the freaking I'm wall. I'm going to love being up work. Are you freaking kidding I'm, me? I'm cleaning stuff in the house. I, I looked up under my bed yesterday and I went, oh my God, <laughs> look at this crap under here. I had no idea. But I'm every day I'm doing a new project. Carlita. I put up a new paper towel holder. I and, saw that. And I've been in the bathroom. I put up a double toilet paper holder. I thought one, you were going to tell me. No, no, no. One is over the top, and one is coming from behind. Now, if I find out if you've changed them both to come from behind, <laughs> there's going to be hell to pay. Can I tell you, I was so excited when somebody posted. Was it your brother who posted? Someone posted that all this toilet paper, I'm like... I have one home with the bidet, and I've got another home without one. I can't stand sleeping at the one without the bidet. And as you can see on the monitor right now, we got ten. We got ten dollar <laughs> pads of TP. We got that ten pack. We got that TP for you right now. Ten dollars going for you right now. <laughs> no, right? no, no. Wait, wait. Didn't you see the guy outside? He's all covered up, and he's selling per roll one hundred dollars. I'm gonna start doing that. Nobody too. Nobody yeah, needs toilet paper that bad. That and the, and the one hundred. You've got tissues. You've got newspaper. You got your hand. Ew. And the and the, and the one hundred dollar roll was probably filled with coronavirus. You I ain't just gotta it. get Why that. Oh, you gotta call Dominic back. He hung up. Call him back. Bad boy. Off. I've seen a lot of. I I I've seen a. What happened? Oh, that was me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> you said I've seen a lot of people something with toilet paper. I think it was. No, I mean people buying toilet paper, and and everybody in the country figure, you know, why are people buying toilet paper at the rate that they're buying, and can't figure that out. It's and, still, it's and still. This one is the other good one. Right, somebody sent know. me saying that the Jehovah Witness now knowing that everybody's home. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's. let's go. You know what? We used to do the show from uh, the beautiful Eastland Inn, but like all the rest of the restaurants and bars in the state of Ohio, they've been uh, forced to uh, close their doors yeah. for the time being. We have Dominic Rosario, the uh, owner of uh, the Eastland Inn, on, on and, the line right now, and the owner of uh, Two Drinks for the Price of Two. What oh, is Dominic yeah. doing? Dom, he's getting irritated waiting. Well, we just said hello. I know it's a typical male thing, Marty. You know call what I mean? One more time. We'll These talk gentlemen, they get they get antsy. Well, I'll tell you, it's it, it, it is kind of eerie when you drive down the street. You just see the drive-throughs now, and 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 being at the grocery stores. I was at Mark's three days in a row. <laughs> what 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 did you oh, not find? Oh, he's back find? to that. He's back to the going to the Marks. Oh my God, is with he, the old women. What 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 didn't they have when you went there, Chuck? Uh, what they, they didn't have meat. 
Uh, they didn't have uh, the chicken. Chicken was all gone. When, I wouldn't eat when the chicken I went anyway. Through. I went Brett. into Giant Eagle and every. I went in there at nine forty-five in the morning after pickleball yeah. on Monday, my last day to play, and it was just wow. bare. It was beer. I could not believe it. I ended up buying sausage patties. No, it's not you know? Hold on. All right, here we go. Let's go to Dominic again. Dominic Ruggiero. Dominic, uh, like so many people in Ohio, you had to shut your doors. How's, how's it been so far, and how long do you think this thing's going to last for you? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's going to go on for like uh, two months. But before Ooh. I get into that. I was that, told eight weeks. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but before I get into that, as far as the business for us, I mean, Monday we didn't open because we were cooking uh, um, corned beef because of St. Patrick's Day. We start preparing it on Sunday. Oh, right. No. So we were in there for like four hours. I had myself and like three employees. Oh, so geez. mind you, I'm paying them. So uh, we're preparing it. And they've been in there since 9 o'clock. I, it was 1 o'clock when Governor DeWine came on and oh, spoke, no. and I said, oh, my God. So. Oh. He didn't officially close it, but he's like, I think that's where we're going. So um, we froze what we could, but we ended up making like close to 100 pounds, oh, of which no. we had about 150. So we made 100, but we, we didn't open Monday. We said, all right, screw this. Um, no takeout or anything, because they're allowing us to do the takeout and, and uh, delivery. So they being the government, or the state of Ohio, I should say. So what happened was Tuesday we opened, and we were really busy uh, starting at 11.45. We opened at 12 to 8. That was our hours. But we were really busy from 11.45 to 1 o'clock, completely dead from 1.30 to 2.45, 3 o'clock. And we started picking up again. We ran out of corned beef, which was great because all the stuff that we made, we, we that, that was our number one goal to try to get rid of the food. So by five thirty, by five fifty-five, and I know these hours, these minutes, by by because I was clocking everything. No, you At five fifty-five, yeah. He does that with everything. We, um, so much we, per uh, minute. He does that with everything. We closed at seven because I got one order from five fifty-five to seven. I said, "All right, today should be okay." And all the stuff that we have frozen, we're not opening up. But there's a lot of stuff that's in the fridge that we're going to lose in a couple of days if we don't sell it. So we opened up today, and it's 12.42. I just left there now. We've been open for 40, in about an hour now. One order. Oh. And in the middle of lunch. So to answer your question, Chuck, we're not doing so well. And, um, you know, obviously, not only for myself. I mean, I got bills to pay. They're, they're fixed bills. Um, but my staff is probably more going to get more hurt than me because now I feel for them. And I don't know what to do because... I've told them all the goals, file unemployment, the government's working on it. There's nothing we can do. I'm in the same boat as you because I make my living off this, and I got nothing now. So, And I also got bills to pay. At least, you know, I'm sure they all got, we all got bills at home, but I got my bills at home and the, the business bills. So. Yeah, but- hey, Dom, Dom, this is Bill. Yeah. Uh, what, what in your mind is, it, is the situation or does it look like uh, if, in fact, this is just two weeks, which is what I guess the, the governor said yesterday or whatever, this is, you know, it, right now they're looking at a two-week hiatus to, you know, flatten the curve. Is this something that 
realistically, yes, we're all we're we're all losing. But in two weeks, you could basically go, okay, everybody come back. We're open. Uh, there's probably going to be a rush of people who haven't been able to go to the bar. Be smart. Giving you extremely know. large discounts would probably be the best for everybody. I mean, what Huge are you looking discounts. at? What are you looking at in your planning? If uh, can it be turned back on in two weeks? Well, I I can. Uh, well, I'm looking at things in the factor of because I got a lot of relatives. I'm going to answer this question in a little bit, but I have a lot of friends in Italy. Relatives in Italy. Well, they've been Ooh. shut down for a week now. That's yeah. right. So I've been in constant contact. I mean, relatives, meaning my aunt and uncle, my mom's brothers and sisters, are on lockdown. And they've seen, it's been a week now, that's seven days, and they've seen a decrease in the cases. Like, you know how the, the spread it spread so quickly? Oh, yeah. They've seen it slow down a little bit. So obviously, by doing a full shutdown of the country, it does work. It's just a matter of how long. Obviously, Italy is a lot smaller than we are, but their capabilities in their hospitals are much, much worse than they are here. So, and, are, and, 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 and aren't they a lot uh, older in general? Yes. Yes, a lot, a lot more people are older. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the majority of the people that are dying. Even in the hospitals now, what they're saying is they have to make a decision when a 75-, 80-year-old individual comes in with corona and underlining um, symptoms. Like they're they're not just coronavirus. They have other like emphysema. They have other ailments. See? They have to make a decision. Do we get a bed for them who they're probably not going to make it through here, or do we take care of somebody that's younger? And, and they've had to make those decisions because the hospitals over there are just not. Um, they're, they're, the capacity is way overboard right now, and they can't right. have these individuals right. coming. So they're actually turning them away. Tell them to go home. That's what they're afraid is going to happen here. That's that's why they said our our healthcare system was is very similar to uh, the situation yeah. uh, that they have in Italy, and that that's why uh, it, it's so frightening here. And and you, you Bill keeps saying this two weeks. I, I two weeks is so ridiculous. This is goes. It's the president said the other day if they're telling people August, late July. No, what I'm saying, no, Chuck. What I'm saying is is they have set. Two weeks as a oh the, the hot stop the stop the surge spread and and let's see where we are in two weeks if we all really seriously do this and at the end of two weeks we're going to have a lot more thousands of people tested and hopefully we're going to have a better view of what's going on but right now there's just too yeah. much non information well I'm afraid now the thing that scares me you talked about your workers and whatnot and they're going to give this stimulus so everybody thinks they're getting a thousand dollar check right now. There, uh, I heard yeah. somebody asked me today when they sending the checks out. I said, I don't what, what check? I don't know. They're just gonna send you a thousand bucks. But if they do, you know the lockdown is coming. They're, they're giving money up front oh, yeah. so you can pay the rent for a, a month, no. and then they're gonna exactly. tell you you got to stay in your house. They're gonna give away a thousand dollars to everybody. There's nowhere to even spend it. You can't go to a restaurant or anything else. You, you, it's for your rent, so the whole economy doesn't completely crash. Which I saw today uh, it was down thirteen hundred when I came in. I don't know where it's at now. Hey, Dominic, by the way, uh, you just heard him mention the word rent. Make sure you tell that to Vinny the Ball Whacker for April, okay? <laughs> in, case, in case something happens now, you got to help a brother out, all right? Talking to, uh, <laughs> talking to Dominic. He laughed because, you know, you ain't no freaking way, my buddy. Yeah, my, my, I, just, I just checked the market. It's down 1545 Oh, my God. Well, we're yeah. talking to Dominic Ruggiero, who owns the Eastland Inn. Bar and restaurant in uh, beautiful Berea, Ohio. Dom, let me ask you a quick question. I would assume that alcohol 
is probably 60 to 75% of your earning business on a weekly basis. Would I be correct in saying that? Um, well, our place, we're more of a restaurant, so you, you're almost right. It's more 60, we're probably six, 55 to 60% um, food business and 45 to 50% alcohol, but you make so much more profit. The profit margins are so much more increased on the on the liquor that I'm. You you need the liquor in order for me to pay my bills. Yeah. Now the yeah. only reason that the only reason I survived yesterday, all my employees came in on on, uh, on uh, I didn't pay any of them. They all came in on uh, got um, nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean they. Yeah. It's all um, a volunteer. Yeah. And my sister and I were there. So it was more or less, you know, we just got to get rid of this food, and you guys all go collect unemployment, and, and thanks for coming in. But, you know, we'll decide in the next couple of days because I treat my my employees, and some people do, some people don't, but I treat my employees like family. So they, mm-hmm. they realize that I'm in the same, so to speak. That's kind of like, okay, this is kind of some payment, so to speak. I don't know. I'm losing it, so... If you got Take beef, so they're not coming in for free, free. But if if you got beef over there, uh, go ahead and tell Mama Rogerio to make a big old pot of uh, you know yeah. lasagna, and then you can bring it over. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, here's the problem. I'm going to live with them if there's a lockdown. But if you're going to be <laughs> able to make it, are. how am I going to deliver it to you? Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll come get it, okay? Because Okay, uh, all right. Well, that's no problem. The more the merrier. My parents would love it because I'm moving don't in. bring the coronavirus. Hey, listen. <laughs> After today, the show may be called the LC and not the GLC. We may be ch- kicking Chuck's ass out of here. He keeps coughing and stuff in here. He may not be invited back next week. So it may be just the LC for lunch bunch, okay, let, by then. Let, let, let me add add to something because everyone thinks that um, that they're blaming the coronavirus for this downturn in the market. Yeah. Which okay, it, the continuance is, but the original the market was so oversold, and this is just some. I've been, you know, you guys all know that I I have some background in this investment, and yes. I have a lot of people that are friends in the business. You have a the lot of holes way, in the backyard. Way, <laughs> yeah, couch potato joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was way overpriced, and it needed to make this breakdown. Yep. But I think don't talk, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the coronavirus is is. You guys all know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm not yep. saying it's not real, because a lot of people think that oh you're just crazy. You don't think it's real. No, I think it's very real. But I think it was a ploy by. And this is my conspiracy theorist. I don't know if you want me to bring this up, but go right ahead. There's, there's some. Okay, there's some conspiracy that I have that um, this was created, and it is a virus. It was created to cause some controversy, not only for Trump, but for China yep. and the United Italy. States. And yep. it caused the market to come down, but I think it's turning into something bigger. Do you think, it, maybe, do you think it's gotten away? If, if, if that's true, and let's, let's accept for this discussion that that theory okay. is true, do you think it got okay. away from them? Yes, very much so. Okay, very much so. It and, was it was designed think, to be more. It was designed to be more of a weapon or a strategic kind of a thing. Yes, or a, yes. as opposed to now, it's a worldwide pandemic. Yes, yes. I think okay. it was like like I mean legally, and, and again, I've never been through 
a war like World War One, World War II. I mean, we've been through Afghanistan. I never experienced it. Truly, we are experiencing war right now because. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in Italy, they walking around with machine guns in the town center to say, if you walk out, we're going to find you. Yeah. Like, I've never heard that before here. I mean, we live in the land of the free and the, you know, somebody told me, I, I basically said that I'm living in a communist country right now because they told me that I can't open my bar. You and know, they go, well, you wouldn't own a bar. I go, yeah, but I'm paying for something. I, I, I can't make money. You, you know you something else? I can't open. Something else that, that did, has been occurring to me, and this isn't to make it political, but this yeah. situation, I hope that the country and the young demographics are watching this and seeing what socialism and or communism might be like. This could be like yeah. South America. This could be, I mean, these restrictions now, you think this is bad? Well, this is just a little taste of when the government tells you when you can go, when you can jump, how high you can yeah. jump, and whatever every else. Now, so this is just a little taste of it. So I hope that as we get through this, we look back on this and go, hey, did you like that? Did you like that all the time? Well, that's what yeah. we've got to decide on. And for in a free, so in a free country, with you. in a free country, there people die. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's yeah. there's problems. And Dominic, real quick, yeah. because you were talking about the conspiracy theory, I I, I uh, circulated a video of a money market guy who was uh, Indian of, of Indian descent, and he talked about the that the one of the biggest conspiracies was that China didn't like the trade deal that Trump agreed with them. So that they started this, yeah. and then this thing started in China, and then it came over here, and then all of a sudden the Chinese said, well, we've curtailed ours. And so everyone's saying, well, if you can tell yours, then tell us how you did it. How did your numbers start going down of people catching this virus and getting ill and dying? Why aren't you sharing that information to us? Then all of a sudden, there's a there's a pandemonium in the United States and all over the country, and then all of a sudden we stop having food ready to be prepared and sold and so next thing you know are we going to be buying all our products from china and that's how and they're yeah. buying up all the property and everything else that yeah. people are losing in this this whole crisis and this is how they're ending up on top and another one was they're trying to destroy trump because they figure out that he's going to run again and win with no problem so this is a way to make him look bad as well damn let me yeah, ask that, you a question yeah go ahead did they tell you that you're but, closed for eight weeks or just two they haven't told me anything. They said that I can I can stay open for carry out that's and it. delivery. Well, and that's it. And the thing is, I cannot open. I cannot sell liquor. I can sell to go beer and wine as long as it's closed because that's my license allows oh. me to do that. But I cannot. But I, I'm going to tell you as my friend, don't come buy beer at my place because <laughs> I'm going to tell I'm going to sell it to you. But you could go buy a 12 pack for the same thing. and and. You, you and, and I listen. I'm at the end of the day. I want to make money, but You're I, I'm going to tell my true friends, come back and support me when this is over. Absolutely. Don't don't try to give me money now because um, you're just hurting yourself. Now, if you want to give me like fifty grand, but whatever, just just and my thing is, I we are not built for just food alone because I got to pay my staff. I got to pay this. We don't make the margins. Like I was talking about profitability margin to keep this place open because we're just too big. Now, if I cut the building in a third, then maybe, yeah, I could probably do it because I wouldn't have to pay all the electricity, all this, all that. But I'm just too big now. You know, the government's allowing me to do that, and the reason why they're allowing us to do that is because there's still necessities. We're considered an essential part of um, 
life as far as the food goes. But I think that this is all a ploy when, when they went to 250. They just don't want chaos because I'm not a gun lover. I hate guns, believe me. I, I, and I don't Ooh, care I if, if the next... See, I, I, I'm deathly afraid of them. Now, the problem is every place you go to and every place that I've, every person I've spoken to, they said that they're limiting gun ammunition. And this place, is, it's going to get crazy if it does get worse. Um, they're going to be, people are going to get looted. And I wouldn't be surprised if my place got robbed because of the, I shouldn't, because we don't have anything. So nobody come there. <laughs> Except pictures in I'm the female's that, bathroom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The pictures but, hanging on the wall in the bathroom, you know. Yeah, they're gone now. <laughs> Taking everything with me, but hey. but my my thing is it, this is this is um, I've never seen this. I don't know what to expect, and, and and like my staff's like, aren't you scared? I go, yeah, I'm deathly scared. But I go, here's the problem. It's not the, the only saving grace that I have is um, it, people are not coming to us because not because our place is not good. They can't go anywhere else. It's right. because the country said this. So we've had so many people reach out to us, and I appreciate all of them. I want to shout out to all of them that a lot of people supported us. A lot of people on Facebook. They're telling us we'll we'll, we'll help you out because we don't want you to close. And I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do. I can't I can't um, you know sit there because what's going to happen I, is my staff's looking at each other, and it's not going to happen. I mean, it's. it's my bills are going to outweigh the profit that I'm making. So. Hey, Dom, Dom and, and again, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm still stuck on the, okay, right now it's let's wait and see. It is two weeks, yeah. and it's if the – it could be opened as quickly as it was closed is where yeah. I'm coming from. And so, okay. uh, yes, we all have to plan for what might occur, but I'm still – looking at this realistically and going, this is Wednesday. You know, all of this crap and all of this fear really ramped up over the weekend. And actually, yeah. you know, Thursday and Friday of last week. So it's been, you know, not even a week. And what I'm most concerned about is everybody's fever pitch right now after it's only been less than a week or just a few days as marty said he's yeah. going stir crazy inside Nuts. and yeah. and yeah. and when all the bars are closed and there's yeah. no sports as an outlet to watch let alone let alone gambling or anything else entertainment wise uh this is going to get worse as you said i i worry about people going a little nuts and stir crazy if it continues yeah. on but that's a big if I don't think that the powers that be are going to let it get to that point. All of us that are talking about it are going, oh, my God, what happens if it goes a month, two months, two months without bars open, two months without going out to eat to restaurants? Oh, my God, we're going to turn into, like, Cuba. And my, my, Then I'll let you go, Dominic. My saving grace is I had the colon resection surgery last, almost a, it's coming up on a year now, back on April 23rd of 2019. The way I'm looking at it is, I was down for the count for almost two months. And if I survive that, I can survive this. And that's the way I'm looking at it. That's number one. Dominic, real quick, I wanna ask you, and this is fantastic. Yeah. This was one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because I knew you were a restaurant and bar owner. And I thought I felt so bad for you guys for yesterday because 
I heard the stories. Like I said, I was talking to Tim Higdon over at mm-hmm. Cleats, and he said, it's $100,000 on St. Patrick's Day. What is the value, would you say, a ballpark of what you lost for yesterday? And the other thing is, like I said, Ed Gallick from Fox 8 caught this Irish pub from they were still selling drinks. You can't afford to do that because if you get caught, they would take your liquor license. So speak up on those two things and probably what you probably think you might have lost yesterday by not being able to serve booze. Yeah, the um, well, first and foremost, I, I would never. I have had people. I had people come in there wanting, wanting to do a shot and everything, and I told them, no way. I, you're a great customer. You come in here every day. Mm-hmm. Have a few shots. You eat every day. I cannot do this. And they're like, well, even if I don't pay for it, you can just give it to me for free, and I'll just give you money tomorrow. Like, I'll pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, I go, listen, I don't even want to give it to you because if I pour it to you, and I'm not saying you will, but somebody walks in, sees you drinking a shot, they tell somebody, I'm shut down, I lose. Yep. And supposedly, I'm not going to say names, but I heard there was a restaurant bar uh-uh. that stayed open. And a, uh, a restaurant bar, I'm not naming names. Cause I don't know how much of it's true, and I don't want to pass the rumors on, But um, because I'm in the same boat as them. I wouldn't want people passing rumors around us. But um, they got fined $1,000 and uh, a strike on their liquor license. And, and for me, that's the worst thing to do because, you know, for what, one shot to give somebody? You know what, I mean, I, I, I told them, sorry, I told them, you want a shot, come to my house. We'll do a shot there. I, I, it's the best I could do. I got liquor there. Do I do a shot there? And he's like, I'm not coming to your house. I'm going to the other bar. I said, okay, uh, what's that's your, fine. What's, really your, what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> I know it. With a little blue this light. Evening. Ladies this evening. Ladies only. Ladies this, only. This <laughs> evening, we'll be there. You know what? Let me yeah, ask you. La- Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so when it comes to like a... Don't you agree with me? And this is just... Maybe it's just because I'm a business owner, but don't you agree... How dare, especially people that know us, how dare they like go against and try to take our license at risk to ask us to do something so stupid? You know what I mean? Out of respect for us as an owner, I'm going to like when they tell me barbers and beauty have to close the door, the door's got to be closed. And until then, I'm like freaking Titanic. My ass is staying in there. Today now, I've got over 30 people begging me to come in now and I'm here on the show and I'm like, I mean, any any moment they could just say close the doors, but it's like I'm trying to explain to people. As soon as they say the doors are closed, I'm out. I am out, and they oh, have yeah, to they... respect us. Doesn't that suck though? How some people they don't respect that it's okay. Dominic could afford to lose his license. Dominic could afford to this. Yeah. Dominic, why people do that? I will never. I, I don't understand. I'm gonna I'm gonna just comment on that, and then Marty, I'll answer your question. Um, the last part of the question was. The reason why those are your true friends, your true friends and family will never ever put you in that position. They won't ever ask you. Yeah. So if somebody's asking you to do that, you know that they're. And, and, and part of me doesn't even want them as customers because yeah. at the end of the day, I get I didn't get into this business to make millions of dollars. It doesn't make money. I tell everybody if you think you're going to make millions of dollars getting into the bar and restaurant, you're crazy. I got into it because um there's a couple reasons i enjoy making people happy i'm crazy don't get me wrong and people people like money believe me every i like money just as much as the next person but it doesn't drive me what drives me is people keep coming back and saying you have the best food in town or i get text messages saying i mean i got text messages all day yesterday thanks for staying open it was probably the the best corned beef that i've ever had in my life now i'm not saying 
that they're probably just maybe they might be blowing smoke up my ass. But you know what? That's the reason why I got into this business because I enjoy putting a smile. At the end of the day, you can't bring money with you. So he enjoys pleasuring great. everybody. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, part of me saying that is because I don't have kids, so yeah. I work best to take care of my family, like my parents and all that, and my yeah. family, my nieces and nephews. But so, Marty, I just want to answer your last question: How much money? Did I possibly lose on St. Patrick's Day from years past? Yeah. Probably a good 50 to 75%. Ooh. Um, I, 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 yeah. I have another question, Dom, and this is on another yeah. subject. Uh, I know that you work with taxes. Have you heard yeah. any new updates on is filing delayed or any of that as far as uh, the stimulus? I mean, what are you aware of up to the minute, if anything? Up to the minute right now, what they've said is they are not um, extending filing date, which is April 15th. Okay. The, they encourage people to file because they want people to get um, their money. And mm -hmm. part of that stimulus package that they said, that $3.13 trillion, yeah. the money that people are getting refunded, that's part of that number. People don't realize it's not like they just created $3 million. They're giving people the refunds that's included in that 3.1. The other factor of it is if you owe money, right. still file by April 15th. They will not penalize you. 90, you won't have to pay days. for 90 days. 90 days. God, and that's included. That. So, like, let, let, let's say, like, CVS or somebody owes a million dollars, let's just say, they don't have to pay for 90 days. They count that million dollars towards that 3.13 trillion, whatever that number was, part of the stimulus package. But it's not really – this is why I don't get into politics because – I can spit numbers any which way. You can lose a million dollars in the in the market. I'll tell you, you made ten percent. Somehow I can spin the numbers where, but I don't like doing that because at the end of the day, you go look at your account and you're like, "Well, I don't have a million dollars in my account anymore. <laughs> what yeah. happened to it?" But you told me about ten percent. No, uh, you're up ten percent from this day. I can tell you anything you want to hear, but I don't like doing that because at the end of the day, you and I still got to be friends. And this is why I don't like whatever's going on in the politics right now. They tell you all this, but. Do you think we're going to do you think do you think we're all going to get checks for $1000 or more in 2 weeks within 2 weeks as long as you're a Trump person oh, They said they, somebody Chuck. corrected me somebody corrected me and said 1000 for the Americans That's so right Trump only wants to give Americans a thousand dollars But I don't know I don't I, I that's what they're telling us Trump I don't, won't be getting I don't it Believe it Hey, Dominic. He's not an American? Dom, uh, uh, once again, talking to Dominic Ruggiero, owner of the Eastland Inn Bar and Grill on uh, Eastland Road in Berea. Uh, two quick questions. And again, we appreciate the time. We know you, 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 you're very busy. But number one is uh, you said money doesn't drive you. So make sure you remember that for April's rent. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, number, and number two, I got to go get lunch after the show is over. You mentioned. The corned beef. Do you have any left? No. We, oh. uh, we sold out last. We Damn. sold yesterday. We sold out at five thirty. Listen, okay, are I you was, able I, to cook what you have? You said you froze it. I don't have it. any. Well, oh no, it's frozen. Yeah, we won't. Well, I'm not taking that out because I'm not taking anything out of the freezer right. that I don't have to. Because yeah. I'm. My thing is when it, when when this is all lifted and we can go back to work, whether it be two weeks, two days, three weeks, three months. I'm able to open up my doors and I can start. I don't need to go buy any. And I'm very fortunate enough that I have enough food and liquor to, to sustain that because there's a lot of places that live week to week. And I'm not saying I don't, but 
um, I, I have enough saved up where I can afford not to have to buy anything where I could sell, I can open up and I'll, I'll still be okay. Um, so, no, I'm not going to open up corned beef, so hopefully people don't order it. But That's good. It's cool. So. Stay afloat. We love you, Dominic, and we love the restaurant. I love you, my you. brother. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Staying and, uh, strong. And 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 I promise you, we're gonna come there. Once things, once we get past the crisis, we're all four gonna come there, sit, have dinner, and just shoot That'd the crap nice. with you, and you know, talk about everything that we went through. Now that everything is back to normal, whatever that date is. Can I say one more thing too? So I know you guys think I'm crazy anyway with psychics and stuff, but Sylvia Brown came out in 2008. She wrote a book. She passed away. But she wrote the book, and she said, this was back in 2008, her book, and I think it was like the beginning of the end, or I forget the date, the specific name of her book. But I think it said something like The Last Days or something like that. But anyway, she predicted this in 3-2020. If you look at her book, Sylvia Brown, she wrote it back in 2008. It's all over the Internet. She said that we would be get infected in 3-2020 with a bronchial lung, really bad infection, da-da-da-da. Like she said this, but she did say as fast as it comes in, that's as fast as it's going to leave us. Then, yeah. then 10 years later, it's going to come back. That's when it's going to be back, uh, really bad, like amputation and stuff like that's going to be bad in 10 years from now. But they did say, and a lot of my clients in California – I get people from all over the place, but a lot of the clients in California, New York, they did say that it dies so quick. People are recovering, even the older people, the kids. But now in Ohio, it's anywhere from the ages of what, 12 to 86. But they did say it dies and then extremely quickly. But I think I had something back in January. A lot like that, and I swear. Oh, great, she was kissing I us. I swear, you guys. It. You guys yeah. are all infected. Listen, Stay away. But if, if that was Don't it, touch me. It just wanted to make me sleep for like 12, 14 hours a day. Bad cold. It it was bad. High fever. It was really bad. But wish all of you guys the best, and Dom, just keep the family healthy and keep them safe. Thank you. You Dr. guys do the same. Pull out I your big it. gun, Dominic. <laughs> Now yeah, that's I'll it. bring out my big gun. <laughs> Ladies, you hear that? Well, Dominic, I mean, I've known you for years, and you're a germaphobe. Well, like so I am, <laughs> yes. too. But you're a real germaphobe. Mm. So I think of you often and go, how the hell is Dom getting along on this thing? I'm, geez. <laughs> and, and, and by- Listen, I, I still I still offer my hand. I laugh about it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to shake your hand, hit your head, or do something, or yeah. kick your leg. Well, uh, I'll just stay five feet away. And I listen to me. I wash my hands. I'm. I, I do all that stuff. But if you want to shake my hand, I won't be disrespected if you do it or if you don't. I'm not doing it right me, now. I, I can't believe that they they have so many different rules now. You're supposed to elbow the guy, and then they tell you to sneeze yeah. in your elbow. That's got to be the dirtiest part <laughs> of your body. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, sneeze in your elbow, but, and then elbow somebody with. And it. by yeah. the way, Dominic, before you go, uh, there was a report out that said. If you go down south, that will eliminate the virus by 75%. So, okay? So you need to go down south. Oh. Uh, yeah, that might be not happening anytime. <laughs> That's a little inside joke, yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who knows Dom knows he doesn't go downtown that much. No. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Want to go downtown. Show just took a turn, Dom. All right, well, listen. <laughs> 
Stay in touch, all right, buddy? Good stuff, my friend. I will. I will. Thank you, guys. We'll see you. All, all right. right. All right. Take care. I'll tell you, Bye. I, I, I feel Bye. bad for – I mean, they said the other day that the millennials got to step up and uh, get the – take over and whatnot. And at one press conference, they, uh, they said the millennials. But I, I feel for the kids. Now, I got five kids, and I think to myself, uh, you know uh, – each one of us has been affected by this for a little bit. And they're little things now. And then life changes drastically. At first, I thought, you know, my one daughter is supposed to go on her Washington trip this year. That's not going to happen. My other daughter's getting married. That, that probably isn't going to happen. My son's getting married. My son was graduating from Akron. He's going to be an engineer. I mean, he, who knows when he's going to be back in school. Right. All that hard work. I mean, it's every. Every American is being affected by this right now. I don't see two weeks at all. I see, like I said, I'm off work till at least April 15th. I see eight. I heard, I heard with restaurants from restaurant owners that they were informed it's at least eight weeks closed for bars and restaurants, only takeout, only for at least eight weeks. That makes sense. I, I, oh, I, it's already I don't want to see it, but I, I know that, it's, it's, it's too long. They, they can disinfect. They can, they can keep the. Uh, rate of people coming in down. There's other things to mitigate it, but we got to wait for the two weeks to see who's infected, and we've got to get more tests. You know, more today, tests. Today, remember, they're doing that. Uh, only five people said they do it, but they got the vaccine. I put it on my Facebook page. Five people right now are sampling the vaccine to see if it works or not for the coronavirus. All right, GLC for lunch brunch. When we come back, we got Andre Knott, the beat reporter for the Cleveland Indians. Their season has been affected as well with the postponement of opening day. The Browns have had some signings. We'll talk everything sports with Andre Knott coming up next on the GLC for Lunch Bunch right here. Beautiful downtown Big Daddy Production Studios. Boy, we really hope you're enjoying the show today. But, I mean, sober and stuff, Dominic Ruggiero was fantastic because we talk about, man, how much, how bad it must suck for these businesses. But you hear a business owner, and that's just, you know, and he's a small business, a small bar. Can you imagine? Play, winging Lizard guy was crying yesterday on the news. He laid off like 1,100 people, you know? All right, let's get back to the GLC for Lunch Bunch with the Bender, Carlita, Marty McAllen, Pickles, and, of course, the Italian Stallion. Chocolate. All right, you know it was—it's amazing. Sports was one of the first things to go, and th- that was before the uh, really it was even called a pandemic. We should have known right then that uh, something was serious when they're going to shut down major sports leagues, shut down everybody. I, I feel for the kids that uh, are, are wrestlers that spent four years, their whole lives, they could have went to the states this year, or a kid in high school was going to be in the final four of his basketball league, and they're the never co- going to get another chance at. It. And the March Madness. College kids who College were kids. being exactly. able to showcase their talents for Absolutely. the upcoming draft. That's what we talked about at the beginning of this thing. And then every day it's it's, it's getting more serious and more scary. But joining us now from Sports Time Ohio and Fox 8 is Andre, not Andre. Uh, it's, it's great for you to join us. I really appreciate it. But uh, really, this is something we've never seen before. And, uh, and hopefully we never see again. Hopefully we never see it again. I mean... Where we're at, what was going on right now is, uh, it, I think it's been it's been sobering. It's been eerie, to be honest. Uh, to be in Arizona last week, um, and one day you're at a game, and everything is normal, and, you, and you're hearing these stories, and then the next day, um, 
and you see a general manager or the manager of the team talking, and behind him on the television screen, you see the league has, has been told to everybody go home. Um, it's just it's been sobering to say the least uh, in the last week. And like you said, hopefully we learn from this, and hopefully we become a better country, better place because of it. A Clevelanders already. I mean, they, yesterday it was surreal because the St. Patrick's Day was uh, canceled. The sign of spring, you know, that is the St. Patrick's Day, and then the Indians opener, the home opener. I was all set to go with my buddy this year. We're going to go on some bus for this place, Knuckleheads. Now Knuckleheads ain't even open, and there's no bus going down to the opener. And, and, and who knows when the Indians will start again? Yeah, you know, I think about just all, you know, I got to, I'm sure like you guys, uh, hell, my wife's a small small business owner, but I know that those bars and I know those places downtown, um, they rely on St. Patty's Day. They rely on the home opener. Yeah, uh, those are, those are, you know, those are those dates that get those bars through the cold, you know, the, the slow times. Um, economically, I'm, I'm very curious what happens to not only uh, nationally, but just locally. You know, how many places will be? I know we have people saying you can go to, go to bars and get takeout but let's be honest a lot of these bars make their biggest take in this week week and a half or month and that's gone and i know for the baseball players and guys that i'm around and guys that i've texted with and things of that nature um a lot of these guys don't i mean we don't know what to do at this time of the year because we're used to getting ready to you know to start a baseball season like i said a week ago everything was normal you know i was at a game with my kids sitting there you know watching a game or you know we were supposed to be on tv last night and today doing a game so this right now is um it's one of those things that i'll never forget i can tell you that much hey, hey, hey dominic uh, i'm a dominic uh, uh andre we we're just talking <laughs> to dominic rosario um uh, andre we uh, i was curious and then i saw online about you know somebody asked the question does the pro player still get paid when they've been locked out pretty in essence and they talked about major league baseball giving players $1,100 a week of a living allowance through April 9th. Is that the way you understand it for baseball? Well, that's what they get during spring training. Um, that's basically what all the players, big league players, big league players don't get paid until the season actually starts. Ooh. So they get about $1,000 over $1,000 per week during spring training. Do you remember um, that? First uh, Felix Wright told us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that number that you're getting. The, the people that are getting screwed, just like in, in regular in the regular world, um, <laughs> are the minor league guys. They haven't gotten paid since August, since their last game they played in August. Um, there's nothing set up for them to get paid, period, now. I can tell you a lot of the guys that are from, you know, the guys from the islands, uh, they didn't want to fly home. They didn't have any money. Um, that's the sad, eerie part about this. That's part of the story that won't get told because it's not sexy. It's not names that you know. It's not names on video games. It's not the guys that are pictures are on media guides. But the future of baseball, the guys, the kids from Venezuela, from Puerto Rico, from Dominican Republic, they don't have anywhere to go. They don't have any money coming in. So I know that I know the major league players, some, not all, have tried to put a kitty together, put money together to kind of take care of different guys from different places because most minor league guys don't make any money anyway. And now they don't have the money that would supplement them through the season or through the year. They don't get that at all. Big league players, for the most part, if you if you made if you made the league minimum last year about five hundred and sixty five thousand dollars, if you can't figure out how to get to the next month and a month and a half, you got issues bigger than what we're dealing with. But a minor league player that maybe only made twenty five grand last year, if he's lucky, or thirty grand last year, and they get to spring training and they need that thousand dollars a week, they need that money because they haven't gotten paid since August. The guys that live in two bedroom apartments out in East Lake with six different guys. Like Jose Ramirez had to do eight, seven, eight, nine years ago. Um, those are the guys that right now 
they're going through it a little bit. It's a weird ML, and I'll be honest, MLB is a little bit behind the eight ball. They don't know, and I don't want to. They don't know exactly what to do because this is a situation that's kind of come out of you know left field, no pun intended, and they don't have a system set up to help those people. Basically, the future of the game is getting screwed, and like I said, it's a lot like our real world. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Wow, talking with Andre Nott, the uh, Cleveland Indians beat reporter, and also uh, Fox. Now, what are you doing on Fox? Are you like a, a part-time anchor over there as well? Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm something like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm something like I love that giggle of yours. <laughs> I don't know exactly what, but I am. I'm trying, hey, hey, you've known me for a long time. Yes. I'm trying to build my, I'm trying to build my own, um, brand. um, home. Let's put it that way. I don't, I don't want to be categorized one way or the other because Got you. I want to build a different category for, for the rest of us. Uh, I, I got you. Now, uh, have there been any case, cause we heard about, uh, I saw in the news today, we saw our first NHL uh, player has tested positive for the coronavirus. Now we hear that the Kevin Durant, as well as three other New Jersey Nets, yeah. are there confirmed baseball players so far that have uh, contacted coronavirus? Well, you got two minor leaguers with the New York Yankees, and let's be honest, um, you guys have all been. In, I mean, you guys, you guys know what it's like. Yeah, I, I would be honest with. You. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, I hope I don't have it. I hope there's no one that I've covered has it. Yeah, but I'm to the point now, guys. Like this is, and I and I'm not gonna stand on political stance or anything else. I wouldn't be surprised if all of us have had it or haven't had it over the last six months. I right. believe that. I, I, yep. I do. Seriously, I, I do too. I mean, I don't know about your guys' family, but I can tell you, my family, and I'm just talking about my immediate family. Um, we've had the harshest, you know, quote unquote. I'm putting quotations up. We've had the toughest flu or the toughest, you know, since I can go all the way back to almost Thanksgiving. Yep, that, family, hey, uh, uh, Andre, Andre, I just said that I went through it like right after Thanksgiving time around. It was a fever. It wasn't in the head. It was in the chest. Right. Yep. And it was a really deep yep. rattling. And I, I mean, I was bringing up stuff for several weeks. It oh, lasted yep. six, eight weeks. Nothing, and then it and then it sort of dried up on on its own. But I believe right. I had something like that. And yes, I said the same thing, Andre. Real quick, I said the same thing. I caught something, and it lasted for a couple of weeks, and then I start feeling better. But then after about three days, it's like it came back, and the next thing you know, it was deep in my chest, and it went on for six weeks. And I kept telling these guys every week on the show. Man, I can't get rid of this thing. I'm coughing like crazy. I got no energy. So I think you're right. I think we could have had some form of this thing already months ago. You no, know, I think that right. we had it full blown. Some of us, I do. And I, I do too. Yep. I do too. And I think we build up immunities for it. And I think that because a lot of my guests had told me too that, like, you know, they were the same symptoms that everybody was going through. And I think it kicked our butt. And I think it hit us here in Ohio in January yeah, the most. Yeah, I, November, yeah. December, January. Because yes. me, to, for me to sleep I twelve to fourteen agree. hours a day, that's not me, and I did it for four days. And if anyone who knows me, I only like four hours a night of sleep and maybe six tops. Wow, I know, I know the feeling. I'm in the same boat. I, I watched it. I've had the temperature. I watched it with other family members. So to answer the question. I mean, hell, guys, I was in a clubhouse with, you know, 55 different baseball players, 20 coaches. I've been on four, you know, we've been on four or five flights over the last, you know, over the last month, month and a half. I'm just a realist. Um, And when you start realizing what's going on and you start seeing everywhere this is at, I think we would be dumbfounded to just close our eyes and think that it hasn't been confounded. I I don't think the numbers have told us the truth. 
Um, and, and like we just all said, I think all of us have had a former touch of it, not knowing, uh, you know, and, and not and not and not knowing exactly. So I'm at the point right now where it's like, you know, I heard a doctor say this, and, and of course we've all you know Googled and read everything in the world and everything on the internet is true, <laughs> but. I read. I heard a doctor from British, from somewhere else, say we should all act like we have it right now because the way it's went around and the way and how it spread, um, you should just kind of figure that you had a touch of it or you've been around it. And for me, uh, I'm not going to be silly enough to think that you know since, like I said, since February 24th, I've been on five flights. I've been around baseball teams. I've been around camera people. I've been around producers, directors. Um, you know, I've been at, I've been at minor league baseball games with five thousand people there. So I hope that no Cleveland Indian has it to answer your question, but I wouldn't sit here and be shocked if I found out someone did have it that I've been around that plays on the team is what I would say. <laughs> have, have, have you heard anything from, uh, from the media, from the team, or anything about that uh, you're going to get tested just to see eventually uh, no. anything on that front? No, no one has gotten to that. I'm going to tell you something. Like, No, to answer your question, no. Okay. But I will say this, that I'm not, I'm not backing MLB. I'm not backing the Cleveland Indians. I'm not backing any of the jobs I work for. Mm-hmm. This is so unprecedented that how it's all happened, I don't, it's happened so quickly. So you got like, we, like, like the NBA, what, shut down, what, Wednesday night? We go into, yep. the, we go into the, we go into the clubhouse or whatever on Thursday. And I remember thinking, I'm saying to my wife, I'm like, all right, the NBA is done. It, that, that's the sign. We're about to, everything's about to shut down. And then you wake up. I wake up at seven in the morning, and I'm like, "Damn, I still ain't got an email. Still ain't got a text. I still got to go in there." <laughs> like, like, and we walk in, and I'm walking in with players, and the players are looking at me, guys that you know, and I won't say their names, but guys are going, "What the hell are we doing? If if, if, if NBA is done, why are we coming in here and, and, and we're trying to get ready to play a game?" And because we are in Arizona and three hours behind uh, Eastern time. Uh, you know, as we're getting going along, our day's going along in India, and it was just an eerie day last Thursday in, in Arizona in Goodyear because, number one, games never get rained out because it's Arizona. And we've been rained out on, on – yes, it got, we got rained out on Wednesday, but they waited till like, 2 o'clock to get, they say the game was rained out, 2 o'clock Pacific time. So about 9.15, 9.30, and if you guys – and Chuck, you know, everybody, you guys know, baseball games don't get canned three hours, four hours beforehand, no. nine times out of ten. And at 9.30, Chuck, they come down and say, hey, the game's bang. We're not going to play it. It's raining. And I remember, like, looking around the room going, well, you know, I almost used a bad word. <laughs> I was like, well, if the game is, if you're canceling a game at 9.30, just tell us to go home. It, it's pretty obvious what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, you know, and then at 10 o'clock, the MLB writer, um, she kind of said, she was like, you know, this is weird. We all are waiting for the season to be canceled or to, to be paused or whatever else. And they start playing down in Florida. And then, you know, probably an hour later, finally MLB said, hey, the season, we're going to, you know, we're going to do what we're doing right now. I tell that story because I want to, and I don't want to, I want to say this the right way. I'm not saying MLB is in the dark, but I think how quickly things have changed, they don't really have a feel for what the next step is going to be. I've heard everything from when we, I was leaving Arizona, the hope was that we maybe can get the season underway by Memorial Day weekend. But I think that they're, kind of sitting back, strapping in, and trying to see what's going to happen because I don't think anyone can truly give you an answer right now as to what's next it's, uh, it, for Major League Baseball. I'll tell you this, and then you go to the NFL. I mean, this week the Browns get a lot of signings. I mean, they signed some big guys. There's some news, uh, the only sports news that's probably come out in, uh, in weeks. And, and then uh, you got to wonder about their future. Yeah, you do. Well, Chuck, how weird is this, though? Like, 
and look, you you guys know me. I'm fun loving. I, I want to have fun. I want to laugh and talk. But at the same time, seeing a guy signing for 120 million dollars right now, not exactly something that just like makes that makes me feel good. Like I feel like the NFL's got no touch right now. It's like, you know, and, but at the same time, it has been a thing to take our minds off of this. So I guess I'm in both. But the NFL thing is weird. They're not even giving up. You know, you can't give them the medical stuff that you usually give them. The guys can't fly in. We're talking about Tom Brady at nauseum because, well, there's nothing else to talk about. And, and like you said, if this lasts as long as it is, the NFL draft won't be the same. They won't be able to have OTAs. Uh, many camps won't be able to have those. Um, and, and then, look, those are minimal for regular life and what everybody else is well, going through. Well, now it's so big, uh, you know, it's hard to think. Like, you, you thought of how big the draft was last year in Nashville when they had all those people on the street right. and what it would have been this year. And I believe it's in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, I mean, think of how huge that would have been. What an event! But that's just one of uh, just normal life now. I mean, in the United oh. States, you got to get used to uh, everything's going to get canceled. Right. Well, they've already canceled the draft in uh, in Vegas, and I can tell you because we were just in Vegas with the Indians. They were planning to be the biggest draft of all time. I mean, they were expecting millions of people to be at the the different hotels and different casinos. Um, that's that's a huge chunk of money that's going to be lost for the for the the city and state of Las Vegas, Nevada, and for the NFL. They're still going to have the draft, just have no one there. So that's fine, but I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how things, any, any season started back up after this. Hey, uh, talking with Andre Knott, a Cleveland Indians uh, sideline reporter for the uh, for Fox Sports Ohio. Real quick, Andre, I'm going to throw like four things at you real quick, and if you can answer them. And again, we appreciate the time. Number one, and I'll just ask them all in a row, and then you just go after that, is, is okay. uh, pretty much his friend... Francisco Lindor gone. That's number one. Why did we let Schobert go just to sign another offensive tackle when Schobert was so good? Is uh, bringing in the uh, fullback, does that mean that uh, uh, Kareem Hunt's days are numbered? And does Case Keenum come in just to put some fire under Baker Mayfield's ass? I'll go backwards. Case Keenum, yeah, he'll put a little. Hey, Baker Mayfield had his best friends and his mama's best friends, all of his coaches and quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks <laughs> last year. They just basically wanted to have somebody that wouldn't tell him yes all the time. So, yeah, Case Keenum is what he is. He can win you a game in the clutch or in the crunch. He's not going to win you 10 games if he's your starter. Um, but he's a good he's a good holdover. And they got to ch- they had to change that quarterback room because there's nothing worse than having <laughs> almost went Tony Grossi on you. But that would have been funny. There's nothing worse than having one guy thinking he runs the room. Uh, the fullback thing, I don't think has anything to do with Kareem Hunt. They use the fullback in the offense. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be a huge part of the offense still. Um, I'll give you up the carry between him and Nick Chubb will be interesting. But, no, I think that'll I think that uh, that'll be fine. Uh, let me keep going. I know you had the Lindor one. I'm going to Lindor. you got to remind me of the second question. Uh, the um, offensive tackle. No. The offense, hey, Joe, the Joe Schobert question. I'll answer yeah, that. Yeah. Look, Joe Schobert is a really good a really good linebacker. But on third and two, third and one, he's one of the worst linebackers. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He's an undersized slight linebacker. You can run right at him. In our division, teams ran down our throat. We were never better than 25th against the run. That points a little bit to Joe Schobert. I don't want to put that all upon him. Yep. Very good nickel, deep, nickel and dime uh, defensive guy. A guy that was sick of being around all the charades of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, so God man. bless him. I'm glad Joe got what he got. I, I actually know Joe pretty well. Um, he's a good. He's a good guy. Um, is he worth the contract he got from Jacksonville? In my opinion, no. But God bless him. Him and his wife deserve it. He's a hard worker, and hopefully, gets every dime that he signed for. The Frankie situation is odd. I, I can tell you. Um, I've known Frankie since he was 18, and 
Frankie's been pretty strong about about wanting his work, and I don't blame him. And he's felt that way since he was 20, 21 years old. Um, but he does have a love and he does have a connection towards Cleveland. That's not fake. It's not something put me on. Uh, I've been around athletes to say one thing. You turn the mic off and they go, bleak this city. Um, he told me a story, and I'll tell you this story quickly. After the All-Star game here in Cleveland last year, him and I were in the clubhouse and we were sitting at his locker and we're BSing. And he said, Dre, you know what was crazy? He said, all these All-Stars from all these other cities came into our town. And they loved it here. And they kept telling Frankie how much they loved it here and how the fans and how people didn't want messing with their families and how they were able to enjoy their time here. And he looked at me and he says, I would live my career here if they would just pay me what I'm worth. Uh, Two things. The Indians aren't going to pay him what he's worth. That's right. just, it is what it is. We don't have enough people in this city. Um, we don't have the attendance numbers that make the money back. I mean, it's just a realistic thing. And, we don't and, have the numbers, period. And, and, and Dre, think of this. I mean, really, right now, when you talk about attendance numbers and whatnot, we don't know how long, even after they start up again, people are going to say, listen, I feel like going into a ballpark where there's a bunch of people. Right. We don't even know what the hell is, is it is in front of us right now immediately, let alone, like, somebody, uh, people are going to carry these fears for years. Right. Chuck, I mean, and Chuck, you're absolutely right. Like, and, and the talks that I've heard is that when we do come back, there's a good chance that we could come back and they won't let fans into the stadium. Oh. So that could play into this. So, oh. I mean, that's for this year. I've heard that with the NBA and I've heard that with Major League Baseball, that we could start up and not have fans. So we'll see. But the Frankie thing is tough because I, I think it's pretty obvious what we all what we all want. But I think the inevitable at the end of the day, Marty, um, I say you play him these next two years and you let him walk as a free agent. Just because you're not going to win the chance to have a player like that again. Yeah. And I don't think, and it's my opinion, I don't think there's a trade out here in this world that you get anything back close to what you get from Frankie Lindor's services. So he's not going to, he's not going to end his career as an Indian unless he comes back in 10 years and, and Kenny Lofton's it. <laughs> but um, he's a hell of a kid. It's a, it's, a, it's a terrible situation in telling what Major League Baseball has put first. Andre Knott, as always, today's show has just been so informative. And we all talked to each other all week and talked about we couldn't because they were asking me, Marty, are we doing a show? And I go, yeah, I got the, I got Lysol disinfectant wipes. I got Purell everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to wipe everything down because I thought, A, it was important for us to be there because we're like the new, the, the new kids on the block. We got a social media right. show going, but it's a huge popular show. That was number one. And number two, I just don't really know if there's going to be a show here after this week. When we did the game last week, last Wednesday, Kurt looked at me and he said, I'm telling you right now, we ain't going to be doing no more games. And he was right yeah. because it came out the next day or so, you know, when they said that uh, Rudy Gobert had it. Right. And he was playing right. around. And I said, uh-oh, when you get the first NBA yeah. player, they're all around each other. Remember we used to talk about LeBron James biting his nails all the time on the yeah. sidelines right. those right. first few years. So gross. All that nasty germs and stuff going around. So I didn't know if we were going to have a show. So we wanted to make sure that if we didn't, we go out with a bomb, my friend. And I really appreciate yeah, no, you. Yeah. No problem. Y'all going to have more shows, man. We're going we're gonna to overcome this one way or the other. Um, and with the equipment you have, you may be part of the future what, where, where things are going. Yeah. But think of this real quick yep. as you say this. I thought this as you said this. Think about just how we are as human beings. I, I, I don't know if you go, you go to a high school basketball game, you dap up the coach, you dap up the guy that you used to know from 10 weeks ago. The players hug each other after the game. It's, you eat some nachos, you lick your fingers. Yeah. I mean, you, you see the you see the ticket attendant. You give him a pound. 
That's our life, though. Wow. That's what we've all been doing yeah. for so long. Wow. Think about it. I mean, if when I go to a big, and like I've thought about this, when I go to a baseball game, I'm high fiving this guy. I'm saying what's up to this guy, giving a pound to this guy. You know, you mess with this guy. Oh, you're drinking a coffee. You, you sip a little bit, or it gets on your shirt. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a time where we need to take a time out, all of us. Yeah. And really look in the mirror and, and realize that we have to be more careful. In our everyday, you know, I, I've been yelling at people, wash your hands, wash your butt. But at the same time, I think all of us have gotten probably a little uh, a little loose with how we carry ourselves. And we got to realize, ain't everybody washing their ass and washing their hands the way they should be. <laughs> I, you know, today when Marty told me to get excited to go into the bathroom, I thought that he bought... A bidet. I was getting so excited to walk in his bathroom today. Here he just told me my you toilet paper. Be- <laughs> Love that. Sitting there all day. Ah, <laughs> yes, I would have. <laughs> Dre, can't thank you enough for joining us today. I know you you're busy still. You still got stuff going on. It's been crazy times for you, like everybody else uh, in in the country right now, around the world. As uh, a matter of fact, yeah. it's it's just. Uh, you were very informative, and we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. You got it, man. You guys take care. Have a great day. Thank you, Don't Andre. Stop, thank you, Andre. Out, Stay you safe. Take care. Have a good one. Uh, you too. Now. Andre not. Wow, today has been with the Dominic with the bars and everything else. Woo. And him with the sports side. When he would start talking about the guys who come over from the Dominican Republic, they don't have any money. Yeah. And they, you know, they, right now, it's not getting paid since last August. Wow. That's a long time, and now all Homeless. of a sudden, you're telling your family and your loved ones, just hang on, the season's about to start, and now it could be after Labor Day, I mean, after a Memorial Day, Memorial before they can get start, started playing. This affects the uh, the, the uh, NBA draft that may be coming up in June. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, this scariest, is huge. L- listen, though, the scariest part, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to have panic or anything else, but, but on a day like this morning, I told my friend uh, this morning, you're going to hear right now about people who lose their jobs. That's yeah. what you're going to hear about everybody losing their jobs. Yeah. But in a couple weeks, there's a chance we'll be hearing about people getting infected. That's then, right. And then you're going to say, you know, everybody knows somebody who's losing their job right now or getting hit hard by this. And now you're getting more names. Oh, so-and-so lost their job. So-and-so lost their job. And then you're going to hear in two weeks, so-and-so's got the virus. So-and-so's got the virus. And, and, and that's, that's really going to be a change. The GLC for Lunch Bunch. We'll be back in a minute on the Rogue Radio Network. She is the best, isn't she? I love it. Yeah, we hear in the back, right before we came back on, Carlita in the bathroom going, Oh, isn't that cute? Look at that toilet paper. Marty has put two rolls of toilet paper together. One of them over the top, the other one behind so that it's an equal opportunity toilet. Yes, you know. You guys remember from uh, a few months ago, Carlita comes in, and, she, and I like my toilet paper coming from around the back. She likes hers coming from over the top. So she'll freaking take it off and turn it around to her liking. And so now I've got two of them in there, one coming over the top and one going around the back. Now, if they both are around, coming over the top, 
she's got some got some Lucy. You got some splaining. Got to some do. splaining to do, Lucy. All right, uh, got time for your phone calls. Got somebody on the line right now. Hold on just a second. Right back to the GLC for lunch bunch with Carlita Pickles, Bender, Marty McAllen, and of course the Italian stallion Chuck McGalletti. All right, we had Dominic on. We had Andre not on. Good uh, stuff. We got some great stuff today. Uh, like I said, we're here. This could be the the last show for a while. It might not be. We could be back next week. I mean, uh, but what did he say though? He says, "Marty, you're set up. That may be the way." Because I was going to tell them. My chief engineer called me during the show. I told him I'd call him back afterwards, and uh, I said, "You know, I'm going to let them know if you need to do something special. Somebody needs to have a recording for commercial or whatever. Come here." I won't charge you. Just come here, do your stuff here, get it done. Because we have a full working audio and video studio. That's fantastic. All right, let's go with a phone line. Chef Mark Anthony Periano on the line right now. Chef, how are you? Guys, you know what? uh, Even through all this, I'm doing okay. I I have a little piece about this. This is going. We're going to all get through this. Um, As you know, my industry, restaurant industry, took a heavy hit, but it. Me being a personal chef, it hasn't been as bad, Bill, Marty. I'm getting calls. People, you know, they can't go to restaurants, so I've been bringing the restaurants to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be going into people's homes and cooking, and, you know, it's got to be creative here. I'm even going out to sea on a uh, uh, a uh, boat from Cape Hatteras all the way down to Fort Lauderdale with doing testing for the state of South Carolina on fish. I just have to be creative. I know that the restaurant sector is not doing anything, but I had to think out of the box. So I'm going on a research vessel. I'm doing in-home cooking classes. Uh, but I would like to come to the studio. I'd like to do a commercial. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, you deliver sushi to anybody anywhere, you know? Uh, I, I, I deliver. I deliver. I Don't deliver, even go there. I have a regular. I have a regular. I have a regular friend of mine named Martin. Allen. His name is Martin Allen. <laughs> and he has a very precise request. It's only shrimp tempura rolls. He loves my rolls. He loves my rolls. Yeah. I'll bet he's forgotten I'm, what they taste like. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> well, he eats them. He eats them so fast. He eats them so fast. He doesn't even remember eating them. They're so freaking good. I love you. Oh I love you, Mark. Mark. Is, uh, now, we were talking. Guys, to, yeah. Marty, you should see what Chuck has been doing to bring in extra money. He's been really creative. You know how many Uh-oh. divorced <laughs> senior citizen women there are here in Brexville? <laughs> Chuck said, they've been coming in and out of here. I can't even get any sleep at night. it has been unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> the way he is right now, his face, I think he's going to crawl through that microphone yeah, no and wonder, pull you back out through. No wonder he said he was... He said Chuck he was, has definitely been the Italian stallion here in Brexville, I'm hey, telling you. Hey, I tell you, I tell you what, he's he's already told us he's going to be standing outside the Target at the Whole Food store starting tomorrow morning when they have to only the seniors going there. <laughs> guys, Edwin's got to get creative here. You know, yeah, guys, you yeah. know that famous restaurant in the east side, Edwin's? Oh, the beautiful. In, oh, my gosh. Guess what they're doing? He, the owner, Edwin, just posted him and his wife, we'll do daycare in our homes. If you have children, we'll give you a nice wow. thing. You can even go to Edwin's. He'll even take people at Edwin's, help you fill out your unemployment, unemployment forms, 
God bless those people at that one. No, man. it's it's, it's great. But Mark, you know as well as I do, if every yeah. day it's changing. We were talking here every that day. this could be the it's last show for uh, a, quite a while. I mean, next week it might Talk be locked down. Literally sucks last. <laughs> That's why everybody needs to put their monies together. Wherever you guys are living, okay. I mean, everybody needs to like pay bills together, oh, pay Carlita. everything. You guys, it's scary. Carlita, that's a great idea. I already told my dear Betsy, um, I'm going to be going up to Maine again doing that gig, and I don't have any overhead up there. I already told Betsy, man, I'll, I'll do direct deposit right to you. I don't want her stressing out. I, I, I love this girl, and I agree with you. All pitching, Chuck and I are pitching in. We're right. We've been cooking. We've been getting together and cooking for ourselves. Who the hell we pitching in for? I'm gonna come over there, Marty. No, but I swear to you, I'm coming over there, Marty. Mark, One I don't day, know about I you guys. I don't know about you guys, but all I know is the landlords are already saying text messages. Don't forget, rent is due. Oh, and I'm no like, way. all you got to do is get a really good attorney and just say, right That's now, right. it's got to be put That's on right. hold. Listen, I've been worried because I keep seeing this black uh, car going around my uh, condo lot, oh, and there's a guy in there oh. with a baseball bat. I think he's Vinny the Ballwhacker already telling me, <laughs> don't even think about being yeah. late with the April rent. You no, know? I'm telling everybody right now, everybody right now in business and at home, yeah. everything is on hold. The illuminating, the water, it's going to be coming okay, out too, cool. but there's a lot of things that you guys need to understand that all you need to contact your attorney, find out what you need to do, but right now, okay. nobody could get evicted or kicked out or anything. Awesome. There is help out there for all of us. Well, awesome guys, hang in there. I love all you guys. Let's you come too, together. Love you, love you too, Mark. Take care, guys. All, all right, thanks for calling, Mark. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I have fun with him all the time, but I know, especially now that they're trying times, and I'm, I ain't crazy about anybody else preparing my food right now. You think? Now, you, know? yeah. you think somebody would get in trouble if they sent their rent check in and wrote on the envelope on the outside? I licked the check. I know. I sent my ta- I went and got my taxes from Bart on Friday, and I sent them off yesterday. I still haven't be- gotten mine. Where is this guy? I, I, what date? I, I just before I went to close it and pull the little pins over so to close it, they got the part where you lick. And I went to lick it. I go, wait a minute. And I went and I got a paper towel. We just went to paper towel and rubbed it over there. Then closed it. It's just I'm. Tr- I am one of these people who are constantly. Picking at my nose and, you know, this kind of thing. I've counted about a half a dozen times today. I do it all the time. I, it's one of the big, one of the biggest habits I've always had in my life. And I'm trying to learn that when I come out of Giant Eagle, I, number one, I grab one of their wipes. And then when I let go of the cart, I get to the car. Marty, don't pick your eye. Don't, don't rub your nose. And then I get in the car and I keep Purell and stuff in the car. And I wash my hands because of the items even that I buy could be touched by someone here's, else. Here, here's something else to think about. When you go through the drive-thru, like I've been going through, yeah. uh, they have gloves on. Some of them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And it's like, ooh, good. They have gloves on. No, no. Think about this. Mm -mm. That protects their hands from you. Yes. Now, while they're figuring the money, and they're they're getting germs on the outside of this glove, which then goes on to your bag or your food Mm -hmm. or your money. As a matter of fact, it was funny. This morning, I went through a McDonald's drive-thru, and the two cars in front of me, I saw them hand out like (laughs) a 10 or a 20. And they were going to give the change back, and they were like, no, no. Right. And I pull up, and I go, 
Nobody wants their change today. How about that? She goes, yeah, how about that? I'm, it, I'm getting a lot of extra money. It's funny because uh, what Bill is saying is, is so true because everybody, well, 70 to 80% of people now use a credit card. So they give them their ATM card. Well, the ATM card has the germ of the person giving it to the person with the gloves on. They swipe it, and then they give it back to you. But now, the germs from the glove, from all these different ATM cards, are being passed onto the card and given back to you. Everybody else's card that was swiped ahead of you has left germs in the reader that can get transferred to yours. That's right. Real quick, speaking of rent, I'm in another war with the condo association here Uh-oh. about uh i believe it was last monday all of a sudden i go to bed at night i come home from working again i come home at night my whole house is illuminated it's like i'm in the middle of a football field well apparently somebody in building 10 said that they were concerned about safety and they need light. So the illuminating company came out and put these big ass floodlights out there <laughs> And they stay Stop. on. The old lights that used to be out there had had uh, motion sensors on there. So if there was an animal or a person, the lights would come on, yeah. and in 10, 15 seconds, they'd go back off. These are on all night. And I have next week, wow. I'll show you what I see at night because I sent it to the management company and the council president of North Royalton saying, are you out of your freaking mind? That, now I got these curtains that I have in the living room. I had to buy them for my office. I had to buy them for the bedroom. Because it's that bright? You, well, you can. I'll show you after the show, and then I'll show you about the audience next week because it'll take me time to get them into the software. It is unbelievable. It's like your part, your apartment is in the middle of a football field at wow. night and illuminated. These wow. lights are just my whole people house are, is daytime. People are just trying not to have electricity going, and it's free electricity. That's all they got to do. Oh, Keep right. your windows open. Boom, you have no electric yeah, bill. Yeah, Bill, you gotta love. You gotta love Carlita. She says everything's free now. I mean, yeah. I mean no, 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 no. you it's don't got to pay your rent. No. Call a lawyer. You don't have to pay your listen, rent. It's get, get free. Do you guys? No, not, it's not listen, frozen. Listen. You gotta pay. Listen, do you by chance ever watch what the president, do you watch like what they're but saying? yeah, every, you got to pay your rent. But you have to, as of right now, nobody, if you're not making money, how are you supposed to pay your bills? Well, you don't, but I mean, you don't pay them, but you're, you're still going to be responsible you're for You're going to be responsible, but they could either add it on to something or dem- put In it other in words, towards the next pay. month. Yes, back they could pay. do yeah, that. Yeah, they're not going to give it up. But I it's wanna, not free. I want to talk I mean, more about be... this pool that you were talking with Mark Periano about, about paying people's bills. I want to get in on that because <laughs> I'm out of work right now. So, you know, if you got a pool or something that you can help Big Daddy pay. Speaking <laughs> of the pool, you get the pool shut down here. Yeah. And I'm so sad because it, it, my condo, the, the pool is one thing you look forward to in the summer. Right. There ain't no freaking way in hell that thing's opening up this right. year. I mean, they're going to have, think of the poor kids. There ain't going to be a pool open all, anywhere in the, in the city. There, it's, it, it, I hate to sound doom and gloom, but I'm being realistic about this. Now this is the time crazy. when you have to go on vacation like me. I ain't now going on vacation. Where are you going on vacation? I'll tell you guys off the show, but I got something. And I'm gonna be so excited, but I just—it's a driving. I have to drive away. I'm not getting on no plane. I'm just gonna drive my own pool, my own hot tub. It's—I need this break so bad. Well, we all need it, but she's so special. Be, and yeah, no, it's be, you gotta be—you gotta stay safe. Is all I'm saying. Exactly, and it's all a, the different things that you can touch. She's so important. That can touch you. I'm telling you, everything, countertops, doors, windows. When you own it, when you own it and it's your own private area, you don't have to worry about that stuff, right? That's good. Sanitize before you you go in. You got to get gas. (laughs) That, that, by the way, is 
way under two dollars a gallon. That's Don't right. we love that? <laughs> That's how we but we can't go anywhere with it. So although, although. I didn't. I, I only had a couple of dollars in the stock market. Right. Now I got under a dollar. Now you got a dollar. Oh, it's awful. It's like there's no sense in me trying to take it out now because it just brutalized nope, me. No. Nope. Brutalized Don't me. even look at it. I'm trying. Yeah, I, I have it because every day. I mean, yeah. Listen, if it's our last one for a while, you guys know I love you, but I'm hoping if, if nothing else, unless they tell us we can't do it, and there's no more congregating with people more than two. <laughs> we will have a show next week, okay? Yeah, I'm going to show up. Two. I got nothing to do for another yep, three weeks. Yep, so yep. I'm going to do a show. If we can do a show, let's do a show because I think by next Wednesday, there will be so much more to talk about than this Wednesday. And know? can I ask one more thing? Anybody out there with kids? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, 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 anybody, go, go. anybody without kids or with children, please don't throw them in the mall. Don't throw them in the stores. Leave your kids at home like I am. Don't let them out. They carry disinfection. Okay. Please keep it. We love you guys. We'll see you hopefully next week on the GLC for lunch. But thank you to American Office Services and, and the Brownberry and stay Bowberry. And stay on because we're going to play the Baker Mayfield song yes. just for old time. And for Case Keenum. <laughs> Goldberry Roasting Company. Delicious. The best damn coffee for the and the uh, proud sponsor of the GLC. See you guys. And this has been a Big Daddy. Marty Allen production. Hasta la vista, baby!
touchdown. We don't need a Laker. We're Cleveland. And it's time for the Baker. The fans are howling. We want to win. With Baker in town. We'll do it again. The Browns are hungry. This team is itching. We got a new coach. And his name is Stefanski. We got the speed. We've got all the tools. You better get ready for the Stefanski. You've come to our house. It's freezing cold. But Baker will win us. The Frank is over. Run!